0: The 2024 elections have begun, and most pollsters have Joe Biden and Donald Trump neck and neck. In 2020, Joe Biden won that election by a small but steady 4.5%. Today, according to the Real Clear Politics average of all the credible national polls, it is Donald Trump with a 4.5% advantage. The big question, why? With inflation and crime down and with the economy and standard of living up, And with Trump facing four major criminal lawsuits over the coming months, why has Joe Biden slipped so much? Well, if you watch for the next 30 minutes, you're gonna know exactly why. America Speaks gathered a nationwide group of former Biden voters for a candid and at times difficult conversation about how they see Joe Biden today. What you're about to hear offers the best explanation yet for why Biden is struggling and why Trump may return to the Oval Office. And you can only hear that conversation right here at Straight Arrow News. I'm Dr. Frank Luntz. Let's get right to it. So let's start by affirming who you are. By a show of hands, how many of you voted for Joe Biden in 2020? Please raise your hands. Give me hands up. How many of you are right now planning to vote for joe biden in 2024 that's what i want to understand so let's start with a simple word or phrase to describe joe biden on election day 2020 whatever you want i know some of you voted for him some of you voted against donald trump what was it? what a word or phrase to describe joe biden on election day 2020 bill i'm gonna start with you uh, non-threatening, Mike. Old, Stuart. <laughs> Normal,
1: George. Civilized,
0: Sarah.
2: Obama. Jacqueline.
1: Old. I have
3: to say old. <laughs> old. Okay. This.
2: Oh, yeah. Um. Nicer.
0: Now remember, this is Election Day, twenty twenty.
4: Right.
0: Peter, word or phrase to describe. Joe Biden on election day 2020?
4: Democracy. Robert. Sanity.
0: Randy.
5: Positive.
0: Clark.
6: Moderate temperament.
0: Word or phrase to describe Joe Biden on election day 2020? James.
7: Uh, clean cut. Anne. Uh
8: Positive changes for the middle class. Tracy.
9: Stain and stable. Yana. Uh, experienced.
0: I'd now like to understand what you think of Joe Biden today, ten months from election day, and
8: not keeping promises. John.
9: Divisive. Yana. Geriatric. Tracy. Too old to be running for a second term. James, weak Clark, beholden to his political
6: tribe, Randy,
5: old and delusional,
6: Robert,
10: too old to reelect,
0: Sarah, useless, George, dull, andre, sick, Peter, oh. too old, Liz
11: too old and can't walk,
3: Jacqueline oh. Say that again. Right. Solve. Soft. S O F T. Soft. Soft. Not all. Stewart. Uh m- I gotta say,
12: mixed bag. Mike. <clears throat> Experienced, competent, but deteriorating.
0: Bill.
4: He's just gotten old.
0: If I can offer a personal perspective, just for a moment, I do love my job as a pollster. The reason is that I get to ask a lot of questions and hear from every perspective from just about everyone. Every day is a chance to listen to America and more importantly, to learn from America. This incredible conversation is the perfect illustration. I asked our participants to explain why they weren't voting for Joe Biden again, and I got a lot more than I bargained for. Let's listen. Okay, um, (sighs) anybody why the shift you were positive in 2020 you're negative in 2024 please explain to me why the shift george
1: um i well i mean as i've gotten a little older i'm i'm thinking i mean i think more in terms of broad appeal among people that i don't agree with uh, a lot of people i love i grew up in the south and a lot of people i love from there are trump supporters and uh, I'm seeing uh, Biden not winning their confidence. I actually think he's doing a good job in terms of the things that I care about. But he needs to appeal to, to people I disagree with.
0: Tracy, you like Joe Biden in 2020. Your response is much more negative in 2024. Please explain why.
9: Um, I was under the impression when Joe Biden ran in 2020. And if I recall, his campaign manager also intimated that he was going to be a transitional candidate to get us through the horror of Donald Trump. So and 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 so with that, over the course of these last three three years, as he has declined, um, and his age has been so nakedly apparent that it's affecting his ability. In my opinion, uh, I, I just don't understand why he's running for a second term. And I'm, I'm actually so irritated about it. Um, I could just scream at Democrats right now.
0: Who else is angry that he's running for reelection? Robert, can you explain why?
10: Because he, he I, I think Tracy started to say it well, he's, he was a transitional period. He's had a great presidency of getting us back to normalcy and stability, but it's time to declare victory and move on and pass the torch to another generation. Joe Biden has not been an effective leader at shaping messages and public attitudes. And, and that's a critical issue, particularly in these turbulent times. And he's only gonna get worse as he gets older.
4: Peter, what's your response? Uh, you know, I I'm a conservative, okay, and I voted for Biden because Donald Trump was going to burn the whole place down, um, and uh, I, I I applaud um, Joe Biden for keeping things civil, trying to bring things back to civility. Um, but I just think that he, he's just past his prime. Uh, also, the border is atrocious. Okay. Um,
0: we'll get into issues in yeah. a moment.
4: Yeah, but just just that's just those are the reasons why I I can't I can't in good conscience, but I don't but I don't I can't vote for the other side either. I'm like really politically homeless at this point. I I'm I'm terrified of what's going to happen to this country on both sides of things.
0: I was watching Brandy shake her head and Mike shake his head. So Brandy, you're up.
5: Tell me why. Um you know, I um I don't want to say what I do, but like, I almost want to say what I do. (laughs) So, um, you know, I work for, I'm work with kids. I work in the public school system. So, you know, being in education, is always like the democratic way of life. And that's why I went that route. And I also believed in like his messaging and, you know, the other side was very, uh, vulgar at the time. Um, we don't, you know, he still is, but it's just, I feel like I'd hate to say, I feel like the country has gone, for lack of a better word to shit and i'm sorry excuse my mouth but it's it's sad so okay. sorry
0: <laughs> absolutely we're doing this can you explain why
2: I think he doesn't deserve it. I think he's useless, as I said. Uh, He's self interested. He doesn't want to put any work into fixing problems, and I'm quite angry with him and all the stuff he's done already, including his lack of response to East Palestine, the train derailment, and the vaccine mandates and all the all the crap they pulled on trying to censor coronavirus messaging. Uh, They were trying to push OSHA restrictions on vaccine mandates to get people fired from their jobs. I mean, it's atrocious the way they've behaved over the last, you know, however long it's been now. I'm fed up.
0: And that's expressed very clearly. Is there anyone who's on this conversation and y'all voted for binding that I have to keep reminding you of this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Who thinks he's okay? I I
13: kind of think he's okay except he's giving in I think too much to the to to the people around him. He's just given, that's where the weakness comes in. He's given in on all kinds of DEI policies, on uh, a lot of radical stuff that I'm not, I don't know if it's in his core or not, but he I was expecting him to be an almost do nothing kind of president rather than push an agenda. I didn't vote for an agenda. I voted to just get out of the mess we were in. Clark, and that's, and
6: that's where I see it. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think we owe President Biden a
3: tremendous debt
6: of gratitude for winning the election in 2020. I think he's probably the only Democratic candidate who would have defeated Trump in that election. And from my vantage point, his mission was accomplished on January 21st. Now, what has transpired, very much like what Stuart said, is that we have not seen his leadership uniting our country. We have not seen his leadership bringing us together. Uh, We've continued to see partisanship. And very recently, he has fomented greater degrees of partisanship. And this is only increasing the likelihood of there being a President Trump round two. Uh, We need a uniter. We need somebody who can, I think, prevail on what his his what President Biden ran on, the concept of uniting, but that has not put into practice as a president.
0: You are about to hear what only those closest to the Biden campaign already know. Even within the black community, the most loyal Democrats who voted in mass for Joe Biden in 2020, their disappointment with the president is so high and their political loyalty is so low. And here's the kicker. When I hear that the barbershops in the black neighborhoods are openly considering abandoning the president, I know something significant is happening. Let's listen to why. André, I'm going to ask you a direct question. One of the groups that people are tracking right now are African-American men that they appear to be dropping in their support of President Biden by a significant amount. I don't ask you to speak for all of them, but could you explain
14: why? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> if you go into the if you go into any barbershop, no matter where it's at, across the country, and I'm talking about you could be in a middle class, middle class neighborhood to the hood. Um black men are tired of the pandering to us. We don't even like the word minority because we're in the we're in all different type of spaces. Um, Biden has showed his card to us to all I feel to all African Americans that he really ain't he's really not there for us. Um, and I think that's why we are preparing our families, meaning our lineage, our aunties, uncles and great aunts to hear. we may vote for Trump and' it's, unfortunately but, that's just where it's at right now. Jacqueline,
3: what's going on
0: in the community?
3: Um, from where I stand and in my circles, we've always seen him as weak and feeble. <laughs> um, we just had hope, you know, that in the beginning of 2020 that things would turn around. He could bring us up out of Trump. He could, you know, give us some hope. But he's just really incompetent. Um not strong, doesn't stand on any issue. Um, He doesn't react. He's not there to speak about important things.
0: Anne, John, and Yana, you're upset with the direction of the country, and that leads you to not vote for Joe Biden again. Please explain why. Anne? Okay, well, I think that
8: he doesn't really do much in general. I think the only good thing he's done is continuing Obamacare, which is now called the Affordable Care Act. But other than that, I just feel like he's this figurehead that goes to different places and does your typical speech like this happened here on this day and now we're so proud of the people who helped solve or did this in this place on this day. He's just like this guy that goes around to different ceremonies and or, you know, goes and attends a town where there was a catastrophe and does a lot of BS about how they're going to fix it. So I only think the, uh, that he's worthwhile for the um, health care situation because he kept prices down on that. But other than that, I think he does absolutely nothing. He's just like a figurehead.
1: George, George. go ahead. It's a culturalness, I-, I think, that he's not connecting with people. And... As I said in the beginning, I think he's doing a pretty good job. The way you described him, Frank, as okay, that's kind of how I describe him, but he's just not not resonating with people.
0: Knowing that everyone in our session voted for Joe Biden in 2020, but doesn't want to again, in 2024, I asked them to pretend they were political consultants for just a moment, and give me one strategy or tactic to win them back. The response will surprise you. Let's listen. Let's Okay, let's have fun here. I'm going to be a Democratic consultant, and my job is to turn all of you into Joe Biden voters. What do I need to do to get you to vote for Joe Biden in November? Laura, I'm going to start with you.
11: You know, the lead thing for me is if he's running against Trump, but I think he's still too old. They can't do anything about that. It's only going to become more and more apparent, I fear. And I'm happy enough if the center will hold from and prevent some really far left type policies from happening, happening, I'm willing to kind of be in this netherland because the Republicans aren't going to play with them.
0: Bill, I need you to vote for Joe Biden. What do I need to do?
12: Well, I don't think you can at this point, Frank, because. The man cannot all of a sudden become a leader that more Americans can get behind in the middle. I don't think he's a left wing problem. I don't think he's in the pocket of big business, but I don't think he's very inspiring. And the last inspiring president that we had was
0: Donald Trump. Now, he inspired a lot of people badly, but Joe doesn't have that. Mike, I need to get you to vote my whole career depends on you voting for joe biden what do i need to do change
2: careers
0: (laughs) okay well that was bill mike you're up
12: kind of want to echo what some earlier people said about him being he's or the the last speaker i forget who that was that he was he's a moderate okay joe biden's a moderate and he has to you know he has to keep the extremist elements of the party the the left the far the super far left elements of the party in line or at least throw them You know, some red meat every Mm -hmm. couple of times, but you get my vote if you find a running mate that is as much of a moderate as he is because he ain't making it through that second term.
0: Yes. Okay, Stuart, you, you shook your head so strongly that you now have to readjust your hair. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is is that the issue is is for me really yes it?
13: he's given too many things to the, to the far left and I, I would start with it's too much symbolism and i would start with kamala harris who is incredibly incompetent and i'm really scared of her and her incompetence being the president in two years more of biden he needs to replace her with somebody who is a strong, centrist Democrat. Who was the last competent vice president besides Biden?
3: I was there. Absolutely.
13: <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, this is the, I, I see this more like the Roosevelt 1944 situation. This is a situation where you may not you have a president who may not finish the term. They put the Democrats forced Harry Truman onto the ballot, got rid of the uh, whoever was on there because they didn't think he would be a good president. And I think the same situation is here. They have to look at Biden as somebody who will not make the term. So they need somebody who who is a solid VP, who can really be the president. I so mean, Gerald me Ford was
0: put on the same way for Nixon. So let me ask you guys, how many of you would be more likely to vote for Joe Biden if he replaced his vice presidential candidate?
1: it depends on who i mean but yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah. that's still a majority of people here peter you're up
4: oh um yeah i i I feel like especially coming from a conservative side of things i'm just put in a box you're going to give me this oldest president ever who's probably not going to make it you're going to give me most uh visceral person as a vice president who hasn't been doing a great job and just really turns people off. And I don't think can, can run the country. And then you have fascists on the other side of things. Like there's nothing I can do in the situation. So if he were to pr- bring someone in um, and again, I'm I'm just voting against the end of democracy at this point, really. Like I, I'm not usually on the democratic side, but mm-hmm. it is not going to go well with Trump. And honestly, I feel like the Democrats are handing this country to Trump on a silver platter, and it's so frustrating to me because there's nothing I can do about it, and and we're, we're besides not you know um, Biden not making it four years, the country is not going to make it four years if we have Trump back in office. So like I I I don't know what to do. And Kamala Harris when he was picking vice president, I was like, man, do not pick Kamala Harris, and he did it. And the only reason I voted is because I just couldn't deal with Trump. But like, it's it's the worst possible person. To have as the vice president, um and there's
12: there's worse, but uh, th- 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 that that yeah. just keeps begging the question of who it's it's a, just a it's a really a, a statement on the stand state of affairs within the Democratic Party that there's nobody fighting to get into the middle. Okay, I mean I know it's primary season, but
6: nobody's fighting <laughs> to get in the middle. But no, Mike, there are people fighting. Yeah. But that's one of the things about President Biden is he's not allowing that kind of competition in Democratic primaries.
9: Joe Biden knows that there are other Democrats that could beat Trump. He literally said it in November. The press, he was coming off of somewhere. The press put uh, put microphone and cameras in his face. I think it was when, when the first polling came out that he was polling behind Trump. And they said that he intimated that, well, I can't drop out now. And then he, the reporters asked him, Is there, are you the only person that can beat Trump? And he said, there's about 50 other Democrats that could beat Trump. So he knows that there's, there are other people who could, who could beat Trump. It's incredibly selfish. I'm so irritated. It's incredibly selfish for Joe Biden to run again, knowing full well he gave us all the impression he was going to be a transitional candidate i'm irritated Uh, with talking uh, heads on tv that say he's not you know this this is this is an indictment
12: oh this is an indictment of the democratic party's leadership and Mm -hmm. you can't sit here and tell me that joe biden has a stranglehold on all the party ethics as much as trump does on the republicans all the bootlicking toadies in the in the republican party who are afraid of losing his you know blessing but biden doesn't have that kind of kind of juice in the democratic party so uh, let these people step up or let the the decision makers get the heck out of the way
0: okay i need to ask more of you liz i'm going to you i need you to vote for joe biden my career depends on it what do i need to do
2: maybe a strong would help definitely not kamala like i don't even know what she does but just she's just completely useless as well, like honestly. Like a stronger, better vice president that could act maybe more as a president, if that makes sense, that would give the impression that they were the president.
0: Liz, what do I need to do?
11: I don't really think there's anything you can do at this point. He's just too old. Um, you know, and he he hasn't done anything for the country in my opinion. So there's really nothing that I think would convince me to vote for him at this point in time. He can't even walk up a flight of stairs.
2: I know, it's so funny. He's, he. It's, it's sad and funny all at the same time. And I really think it should end, honestly.
11: I don't think it's funny, I think it's sad. And I think it's kind of, you know, other countries are looking at us and our president and saying, wow, this guy can't even walk, you know, he can't and even we walk
3: weak.
2: flat. And we look and, weak and that's why there's all these invasions and wars and things are just gonna get worse.
10: Robert go ahead. Frank, the only thing Joe Biden needs to do is totally change his media persona. He needs to be out front a lot more, a lot more visible. Stop relying on old media techniques and get involved in new media techniques. We need to see a very different Joe Biden than what we've seen the last two years. Somebody who's got principles, who's got fight, who's shooting straight that's his only chance of changing his persona is, is to start to engage the American people and lead, which he has not done for three years. But the more but you put him in front of the enil. camera, he's, he's incapable of
9: being out he more. Exactly. They exactly. Can't have he's know, he's incapable BDL. of, of being, that's why they don't that's why they're not putting him out more because yeah. I
10: because well, we're terrified when he goes before a podium,
9: he's incapable
10: you know, of Frank's speaking. Ingenious. Joe Biden cut the deal with Kevin McCarthy last spring, which mm-hmm. nobody thought they could do, to get a budget so that we didn't go into crisis. Joe Biden has right. no credit for that. He's not taking credit for all the new manufacturing jobs that are opening up all over the country that got on the bill that he put forward. And nobody knows it. And as people uh, were saying, he's-, he's Well, this is, a where the diminished,
12: the this is where the diminished capacity comes in. Right. He knows exactly. what to say. just like you were saying, Tracy, He's in. he just doesn't have enough can't. gas left in the right. tank. To to, to to run the playbook.
2: But right. where's team
11: Biden doing this with him? I mean, because he does kind yeah, of slink into yeah. the background and there are things, but they aren't getting promoted. And if he's not the guy to do it, the Democrats need to find somebody to be visible and do it. That's where I think
4: that VP, week VP comes in. I'll give Joe all the all the credit. I've seen him do these deals. I see his his, his time in the Senate as helpful when he was trying to put some of the stuff he can't do just because the other side re- just refuses. They smell blood in the water, and they're just trying to, to, to wait him out. But even if I give him all the credit in the world, he just doesn't have the capacity anymore. Like I, I thank him for stopping us for at least another four years from going into authoritarianism. I thank him for what he's done. I know it's a, a grind, but it's, it's the hardest job in the world. And he just isn't up to it. And I will give him all the respect. I thank, thank him for what he's done. But I wish he just knew when to leave the party. It's yeah. time okay. to go home. James, I, by the way, I have not turned
0: any of you. James, <laughs> what needs to be said or done for you to pull the Biden lever?
7: Well, I don't think this is possible, but... In order for that to happen, um, I would suggest fixing the economy Uh, because while I'll I'll give him credit for uh, creating um, uh, jobs uh, here or there, um, uh, the interest rates on, uh, on houses has gone up. Uh, gas has gone up, Um, even groceries have gone up. And I'm not talking cents, Uh, I'm talking uh, dollars. And all this um, has happened uh, pretty uh, rapidly and is continuing uh, to happen.
0: One of the biggest issues today is immigration in general and border security in particular. Joe Biden says the border is secure. Is this a voting issue? And is he correct? Anne, I'll start with you.
8: Okay. The border is totally out of control. If you live in New York, hundreds of thousands of immigrants have yeah. shown up here. And the city's paying for them instead of our homeless people. We can't even afford it. We I can't
2: even afford it. I'm sorry. We can't even afford it. We're not in the place that we can do this. $12 no, billion in the hole the city's projected to be sho- to be shouldering because of this immigration mess. $12 billion, and I'm the taxpayer in New York City that has to pay for it. It's ridiculous.
10: Robert? Agreed. Here. Biden has totally lost the message in this conversation. There is one storyline out there. We all hear it. We all agree with it. There's too much uncontrolled immigration coming in. And there's no adult in the room taking responsibility to say, let's do something about this. Biden is missing an action here. It makes him look incredibly oh. weak and incompetent. Brandy and Liz.
5: We have the same problem in Chicago.
0: Brandy and then Liz. We have, the same, mm-hmm.
5: Liz. We have the same problem in Chicago. It's It's out of control. I mean, they are living well i don't know anymore there're not as many but they're they were living in tents outside police stations you couldn't even in walk down the it is insane they they i don't i don't i i don't even know that like what he could say or do to sway oh. people to go to vote for him if, if, unless he's got some kind of magic fix at this point it is Liz. out of control Liz. Here. Liz. Control. I agree, it's out of
11: control. I live in California oh. in Los Angeles. Um, the homeless population is, you know, ridiculous. People can't afford homes here, they can't oh. afford places to live. But all these migrants are coming in. We're housing and them. I we're putting them in hotels. The exactly. They're coming the here. They have to go into the migrants
2: aren't getting anything either. Okay, Yana, They're not getting
0: Liz is She was talking Sorry. you just spoke right over her. <laughs>
11: Sorry. That's okay. It's everybody gets upset. So it's, you know th- we're putting them we're putting them in these hotels, including on Staten Island in New York, where you know who wants to stay in hotels after these people come in and stay in those in those hotels. And why aren't we helping our own people? We're giving twelve billion dollars to to migrants to come into our country. They have nowhere to go. They're sitting on the street during the day. I'm sure they're, you know, contributing to the crime because what else do you do all day? You, you know, you're if you're staying in a hotel, you got to get out by a certain time and be back in at a certain time. So they're twelve to sixteen hours, they have no money, no transportation. What Ease else up are they do? The work
12: permitting, let them have work permits immediately. Mo- much of that goes away. That's the government right What about there.
11: getting what about giving jobs to people here that don't have them? I mean, it's just the a the whole jobs cluster are there, crop, The jobs
0: are there. As I was ending this fascinating conversation, I wanted to give our participants one final opportunity to offer President Biden directly one last piece of advice. And remember, every person, every participant you see voted for him in 2020 and isn't voting for him in 2024. Let's listen. Jacqueline, you tend to vote for more Democrats than Republicans. If Joe Biden were listening to you right now, what would you tell him?
3: Um. Show us some action. do something. Stop being silent and pussyfooting around. Um, I sincerely believe he's waiting for Trump to come back so he can win and he'll do something about the border. I really believe that. John, <laughs> you vote
0: for more Democrats than Republicans. What advice do you have for Joe Biden?
3: I, I would get
12: this deal with Ukraine, Israel and the border done. And I would move on the border issues to get it done and then hopefully follow that on right away with a budget deal so he can show
6: that he can get things done.
0: George, what advice would you have as a more of a Democrat? What advice would you have for Joe Biden?
1: To identify some nuisance issue that affects everybody that he could get behind, that we could all get behind. Um, uh, th- what immediately comes to mind it, it, it is like sort of these quality of life crimes, and I'm thinking of scam calls, like it, it, like any legal measures that he could get, you know, that he could lead the country on and making. Um, I get like twenty a day.
0: Uh, Andre, what advice I was, you have
14: so- for Joe Biden? The best advice I will have for him is if he can take, I mean, if he could take um, the Democratic. Party from being a hostage to the right, to the left wing media.
6: Clark, what advice do you have for Joe Biden? I'd say, President Biden, thank you for your career of service to our country. You've been a great patriot. Uh, You have done so much throughout your career. You defeated Donald Trump and pivoted us in a direction that gives us some hope. Uh, I thank you for your efforts. It's time now to turn the country over to a different generation. And I hope you'll consider that very seriously and and, uh, and take that step. Tracy, last one, what advice do you have for Joe Biden?
9: Thank you for winning in 2020, in 2020 and saving the country from the horrors of Donald Trump. But please uh, realize that you should not be running for a second term and you should drop out and we should have an open primary process so that we can get a Democrat in place that can be competitive, that's younger, that can beat Donald Trump and stop undermining Tony Blinken on the world stage.
0: Of all the segments we filmed and all the conversations we've had, what you just saw may be the most historic and impactful. The voices you heard will be the decision makers of 2024. If they remain estranged from Joe Biden, he loses. But if they return to the fold and back him one more time, the presidency is his. What will they do? We will bring them all back in October to find out, and you'll know about it first. But that's all the time we have for this special segment of America Speaks. On behalf of everyone here at Straight Arrow News, I'm Dr. Frank Luntz. Goodbye for now.